This is the Otaku in Review podcast. I'm Scott Spazzani from Otaku in Review. I'm Shannon, aka Perfect Serenade. And I'm Michael Camacho of g-nitro.com. This is episode 221, recorded on August 31st, 2021. The one without that bed soon. Shannon. Scott. It's, uh, you know, I, uh, it is unfortunate that we are, um, we're going to have to be looking for a new co-host. Why? Well, you know, I mean, we, I, I, you know, I don't know if you got the news, but, but, uh, but Mike, you know, he was telling me that, you know, he, he got, uh, he got called up. You know, back when back when he was in the service, no one no one cleaned bathrooms like he did, and and the military has made such a terrible mess in Afghanistan that only Mike can come in and fix everything. I so, got called up to USDN. So we'll have to be looking for a new uh, a new co-host. Not this episode, but I got called up to the USDN, Scott. Wait, what? The USD. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was the bit. Uh, that's, that's the bit. That was the bit. That's the podcast. That was the bit. Thanks, that was thanks, it. thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you Mike next week. Mike cleans bathrooms. Yeah, this is. Uh, I don't. Oh you want to come see mine? <laughs> I can attest to that. He does not clean bathrooms. I I have been in some gross gross bathrooms of nerds. It made me like I thought. I think I thought my bathrooms were gross, but I've been in some. I've been in, nerds. Nerds don't have hygiene. I know. Nerds have dogs. On I've never lap. been in. Have I ever been in your bathroom, Mike? I don't think so. You've never I think been I, to my I house. think I made a. I have been in your house. You have. I have. Yeah, you weren't aware of it, but I was there. Oh, oh, <laughs> what were you doing, Scott? <laughs> don't. You I know, hope I you didn't. Just, I hope you didn't touch the flashlight. I was checking out. You know. <laughs> Checking out his creepy figure collection, you know. Did you say hi to the dog all... like this one? This one right here Chuck... on camera I don't that nobody can see. Any dogs. I think that your dogs were being dog sit at the, by the time I showed up. You don't She's... believe me, do you? No, the dog no recollection but the of me dog being is in your house. sitting right now. <laughs> you really have no recollection of me being in your house. Nope. Excuse okay. me, nope. Alright, then I can I can maintain the spit for as long as I want. I remember Shannon I mean, being in my house for like a year and a half. Would it be better if I half. just give away your address <laughs> as a proof? No. No. Oh no, Matthew, you're falling. God, I mean, poor old man. Old man Camacho is losing his memory in his old age. Uh, oh, I think that's just the alcohol. What are we all drinking? Uh, alcohol. Alcohol certainly doesn't help. How no are you guys wine. doing? Everything good? What are we drinking? Good? What are we drinking? I'm drinking. A Kingston Black Cider. It's the first batch of the Cider Makers Branch Series from Snowdrift Cider Company. Fantastic, yep. Scott. Uh, I'm drinking. I'm drinking a new Coke Zero. It's got a more delicious taste. Nice. Shannon? I'm drinking uh, Sleepy Time Tea. <laughs> so nobody oh, bought the time, new uh, Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. Ew. Wait, hot? Did you say Hot Mountain Dew? Flaming Hot Mountain Dew went up for pre-order today and sold out in seconds. Well, there, I mean, there was, Gross. like, that cinnamon Pepsi that was, like, spicy they had for a while. This is flaming Hot, so I don't know exactly what it entails. I would try a bottle, but I wasn't pre-ordering cases. Fuck that. 
spicy Pepsi. Yeah, I mean, these, these companies have these, like, gimmicks that because no they've really learned, supposed to order them. Because they've learned. If you keep bringing out limited promotion things, people rush out the, for social media clout. It's kind of brilliant. It's also kind of sad for those people, though, right? I mean, they get their clicks, and they they get their sales, so oh, yeah. everybody wins. <laughs> Actually, I had a I had a friend tell me that she was telling me a story about a, someone who she used to be friends with, but now can't stand. That uh, they were they were at a wedding together and overheard her say to her boyfriend that she was out of Instagram spots in Washington D.C. So she wanted him to take her to L.A. so she can get more Instagram snaps. Oh, no. My my brain broke in a very specific way i would have been breaking up with her and been like find another dude to deal with that bullshit it's like like, but like is like it sounds like do people really treat like the instagram as the goal instead of like the result of you doing something right like you take an instagram photo because you're doing you happen to be doing something you don't do something to take an instagram photo you know what i mean right but most i mean but all the influencers do that yeah, and most of it these days, it's just fake. It's just all fake at this point. Oh One of the problems with TikTok is that you can't tell sometimes if it's right. staged or not. Sometimes you're like, yeah, that's staged. Not believing it. Right. Um, the yeah, world we but, live in. I mean, we're all genuine because obviously we're not doing this nonsense for clout. I'm the most genuine. Uh... God, <laughs> sure. he just really, you know, he just... I love you guys. He's <laughs> he's like guys. a he's he's like a ball boy on a golf course. He's just setting it up for us, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm handling. Mike, you, I'm uh, handling all the balls here. Let's go. Mike, you're getting some uh, you're getting some some warm meals delivered to your house. Uh, Grandpa Grandpa Camacho's getting getting oh. some meals brought to you. What? It says you 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 you're now getting meals on wheels. Oh, uh, damn it, Scott! So uh, on my uh, movie nights, we watched a Jackie Chan film called Wheels on Meals. Uh, that's a very interesting film because it's dubbed multiple ways. If you watch the uh, Chinese version, they dub the English and Spanish actors and Italian actors into Chinese. If you watch the English version, they dub everybody that's not in English into English. We watched the Chinese version of this film, and it's kind of funny the way they handled this. Uh, it was a fun movie. Um, I believe I had seen this movie a long time ago, and I just didn't remember it. Uh, scenes came back to me, but it was a good overall film. But the film I really want to discuss is The Gangster, The Cop, The Devil. Fantastic Korean movie. I highly recommend people go watch this before Hollywood puts out their fucked up remake, which is oh inevitable because they've already uh, optioned it because they don't have their own ideas. But it was this movie about a gangster who survived a serial killer attack and him and a cop pseudo work together. <laughs> like, the gangster's still definitely doing his own thing, but it's a... Serious drama that made sure you aren't being like, um, what's the term? Overwhelmed by the seriousness. They added enough that keeps it like, you'll laugh at some parts, you'll be like, oh shit, at some parts. Uh, they did enough to keep it from being like, too overwhelming on the viewer. 
the guy who played uh, the gangster, yeah, the guy oh. who played the gangster, he, I don't know his name, but man, he stole the shit out of this movie. And he's actually going to be in the new uh, Marvel movie Eternals. He plays Gilgamesh. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. interesting. Um, but anyway, he really, he knocked it out of the park with this movie. Yeah. He did such a fantastic job. He's like, he's like a freaking tank in this movie. Like nothing yeah. can stop this man. Ma Dong Suk is his name. He gets and stabbed. He gets hit by a car. He gets fucking punched. I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude, dude is just amazing. Twice like, he gets hit by a car. Twice. Yeah. He played that role so well, so well. And I'll give credit to Kim Sung Gu, who plays the serial killer. Definitely came off super freaking creepy and nuts. Yeah, like he did, did a do great a good job. job. Yeah. So overall, great movie. Highly recommend it for anybody out there looking for a good like uh, thriller drama uh, um, to watch. Highly recommend it. See, Shannon watched something else besides the one anime I did, film we're going to discuss. <laughs> Scott, have you watched anything lately? Anything fun? Oh boy, have have I? But I'm going to save that for. Uh, the cartoon, the cartoon section. There is something I do want to talk about, uh, which, you know, this is why I don't put anything in the outline, because I don't think of things until I'm going, until I go hot. You see, Mike, the outline hinders us. That's my that's my point. The outline's uh, anyway. there to keep us on track and not exact. I want to I want to talk about I want to talk about this because I saw a bunch of tweets about it today, and I think uh, Mike, I think you have some opinions about this. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Dan, uh, Daniela uh, Panida, I, I am pronouncing that incorrectly, um, personally responded to people criticizing that she does not look like Faye Valentine in the stills released for the Cowboy Bebop live-action adaptation. <laughs> have you have you seen this this uh, this response? Yes, it's uh, Daniela. Oh, Daniela, yeah, because it's in English. Uh, Pineda. Um, I have not yeah, I said seen it, right? I said it, right? I have not seen this so, response. So this is this is what she said to these people. So so she said, I wanted to apologize to the fans that I did not automatically match the Faye Valentine character. Six foot, double D-sized breasts, two inch waist. You know, they looked everywhere for that woman and they couldn't find her. It was kind of weird. So they just went with my short ass. <laughs> I think yeah. that's... that's a beautiful way to respond to the worst people on the internet. I am perfectly okay with this. Um, fuck the incels within the anime community. Um, I saw the outfit. She looked great. Um, they're probably also mad she's just not out there showing off everything. Like Faye did. Uh, but nobody ever complains when the uh, male characters tend to be more covered up than they are in the anime. It's such a bullshit double standard. So, um, any of you dipshits that are somehow still listening to this podcast <laughs> can go fuck right off. Nobody needs you. Nobody cares about you. Guess what? Y'all are sus. Y'all love that word, right? Especially when it shows up in anime nowadays. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm actually really excited for the Cowboy Bebop live action. Like, I love John Cho very much. Um, at first, I thought maybe he was going to be a little too old to play Spike, but I mean, he looks really good. Um, obviously, I'm really excited Asians for Ayn. Asians don't age. What? <laughs> well, 
he looks <laughs> no. really like he looks really good. Like he yeah. really fits the part. They all well, he, he worked out. Seem... He worked his ass off. For oh yeah, it. and oh, God bless him, <laughs> bless him. <laughs> so yes, I'm very excited for it. I think one of the one of the hilarious things about Cowboy Bebop when I watched it uh, a couple of years ago is that the uh, the old man in the show, um, what's his name? What's the what's the gruff guy's name? Spike's friend um, is. Fuck if I dude, remember. I don't God remember. Damn. I watched it once. I wasn't a big fan of Cowboy Bebop. I love the music. Wasn't a huge fan of the anime. Um. So I'm not the best one to discuss Cowboy Bebop. His name is God. I'm such a fake anime fan. Jesus if you say Christ. it, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's it." Uh, Jet, talking about Jet, Jet Black. Black. <laughs> Jet Black, yes. <laughs> we both got really to wasn't that hard at the to same time. Uh, Jet Black is, uh, you know, he's like the old, like grizzled, like veteran. He's retired from the police force after having like this, this like career where he became disillusioned with the system. He's 35 years old. <laughs> So that's that's the level of ages that the Cowboy Bebop anime is dealing with. So I think that uh, aging up the characters a little bit would be just completely fine. I truthfully was disappointed that Spike wasn't played by Scarlett Johansson. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, God. God. You know, I mean, you know, the, the best thing, if it's, if it's successful, we might get more... Uh, space opera. That's that's really yeah. the big thing, right? That's that's what we're gonna hope for. As long as they nail the music, I am okay with whatever they bring out. Yeah, well, considering Yoko Kano is gonna be a play a role in that, I think uh, that's I think we'll awesome. be alright. Yeah. Even if you know, even if she's just there to like, you know, they should have brought on just so like they could license all the music from the show. A plus already win. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, you don't have to re- unless you re-record to make it sound better for nowadays. There's really no reason to come up with new music. No. No, it's already perfect. I listened to the vinyl recently when they brought that out on vinyl this year. Fantastic. S- music still ho- completely holds up. Uh, the uh, the only other thing I want to mention, uh, No More Heroes 3 is out, and play that video game. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, what's it it's on? Stuck in, it's stuck. It's on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I only play my Xbox. Yeah, well, explains a lot uh, why you don't play good video games. But I'm replaying Agents <laughs> of Mayhem. The because Saints of... Row Reboot just got announced! Let's go! But isn't it like a serious reboot? Yeah. I don't know. It's not going to be serious. They're still bringing in the humor. They sh- The trailer... It looks, I think it looks good. Oh, speaking of, because this ties in with the whole Faye Valentine thing, there's a bunch of angry incels mad that this game looks SJW woke. Oh, no. Because of the oh. uh, gender-neutral player character they created for the trailer. Like, fuck off. Oh, I fucking hate incels so much. Unlike Twitch, we can say that here. <laughs> you can't say that on Twitch? Nope, they banned incels from Interesting. Twitch. Well, unfortunately, the word, not the people. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I guess it's just you know you can't make another game that's the same tone as as uh, Saints Row Three, right? No, it looks like it's going to be similar to Saints Row Two and Three together, um, but it's not going to be as wacky as Four was. 
Right, where you you were a superhero that was also the president. Yeah, and also it's literally like a parody of a bunch of stuff. They parodied Metal Gear, Mass Effect, a bunch of stuff. Um, that is, I mean, that's that does that that's a nice it's a nice um comparison because it does feel like Saints Row that looks like they're they're trying to reinvent themselves. Where um, No More Heroes Three is just more of the games that came out in two thousand eight. <laughs> It's, I never played any it, of that series. It's they're very they're very good, but they're very dumb, and they uh, you know like it they're like they're open world in the way that like a a PlayStation Two game made in like two thousand three would be open world, like like in the wake of GTA where it's like you know there's a couple missions on a mostly empty world, it's it's really weird. So it's it's like they No More Heroes Three is both this like weird throwback thing and it's it's you know they it's not trying to bring new people in it's like they're they're calling back to the original games the the gameplay feels old and dated uh and all his games feel that way yeah because they're all like they're weird they're wacky still he literally made shadows of the dam and lollipop chainsaw killer is dead like all his games are that way they all feel slightly janky Mm mm-hmm Kind of like, well, like like they were made two generations ago. I wish I'd finished Lollipop Chainsaw. It was a fun game. Yeah, they're all they're all very fun, but and then they they don't make sense. You run around and you think kill things. The only the only thing I don't like is like it's a little more um, like sandboxy uh, than the first two. Just I think because of because this is the first time he worked with Unreal, so it's less like coherent levels and more like you you get like missions that like. Okay, kill a bunch of waves of enemies, but the gameplay's still fun. I mean, but it's you know you got to know what you're getting into. I mean, yeah. the reviews weren't great because this is it's a dated game. <laughs> Feels like it was made 15 years ago, and it's. I, it, it, I, I didn't love it. realize he did the Wii Fatal Frame game that never came out here. Yeah, I mean he did he did a he did a bunch of games, um, but you know not nothing that's ever w- will ever be a blockbuster in the West. Fatal Frame. If you own any of those games physically, uh, keep holding on to them because they're worth a shit ton of money. <laughs> yeah, I, I i i was in a i was in a retro game store and I saw a game I own and never played, Suikoden Five. Which dude, there's okay. Uh, Suikin in one worth money. Suikin in two worth a shit ton of money. Suikin in three yeah. and four worth nothing. Suikin in five worth a crap ton of money. And I'm like, what is going on? With this yeah, game? it was it was 175 dollars. And like, oh, I have that. Yeah, um, I have it too. I haven't. I'm gonna probably sell it because the only two Suikins that matter are one and two. And maybe I'll give Tear Crease uh, some props. Well. What's well, even more heartbreaking is I went to try to find those games, and I I, I have Suikoden in two, I cannot find my copy Dude, of Suikoden one. My Persona copy, I think Persona one is like four hundred dollars. Really? Yes. Like the one where it's actually just Shin Mega Sensei Tensei. Persona, yeah. Yeah. Oh it's like the original PS and the PS. The second one is also up there in price. It's crazy what those games are going for now. Well, you think you you also have a copy of the last story? That's worth some money too. I have I got a that. copy of a lot of shit. Yeah, you do. You... I am trust me. By the end of this year, things are going up on eBay. But I'm trying to sell. I'm about to get a store up of smaller price things before I start trying to sell larger pr- price because I don't want people seeing somebody who doesn't have a lot of feedback recently and start scamming me. Ugh. So I want to build up some uh, repertoire first. <laughs> 
so at least I have some th some leg to stand on when I'm like, yo. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are copies of the Last Story Limited Edition for like 120 bucks. Oh, okay, I have the limited edition. Yeah, I, I have a sealed one. But I think my it... my thing is copied. If you ever want to look, there's a whole there's a pricing guide for video games out there that tells you what things have sold for recently. I forget what it's called. Something chart. VG chart? Yeah, no, VG charts with we a Z. We should move on. Yeah, we should move on. Sorry. Shannon, do you have anything <laughs> to share? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I got nothing. Y'all are doing your thing, so I was just kind of sitting here chilling. Yeah. Nothing? No, like, uh, had any milestones on the comic? Any... Uh, like that? hit two years this month. Um, That's awesome. Over 5,000 subscribers now, which is great. So, that is, yeah, that is we're great. just chugging along, man. We're just chugging yeah. along. And I sent the link, but it's pricecharting.com is the better one Price to charting. use. Okay. You're not even going to talk about how you started a Discord? Oh, oh, oh shit, yeah, I did. I started a Discord for my webcomic. <laughs> well, but she doesn't want these nonsense nonsense people who listen I know, to this. Oh, no. She's got a fantastic Discord. It's got a good community already. I, I you know, and, and I hopefully I'll eventually grow it a little bit more. Um, I've got like a really, the webcomic community that I'm involved in, it's a very good community. So we're all very supportive of each other and. You know, we share each other's art and stuff like that. So that's really helped me a lot the past yeah. couple of months. And yeah, we fans stick together. Oh, <laughs> I love you, Shannon. I'm just joking. Although I will say, so I don't know if you want to get into that, but I, I do have a webcomic that I would do like to talk about. Sure. Yeah, uh, go for it. Oh, okay. The time. So um, there was a webcomic artist that... Um, I kind of saw like the cover and stuff on Tapas, um, and I've seen it before on Webtoon, and I've been meaning to check it out, um, but it's called Your Wings and Mine, and this artist, they did a fan art for me, and I was like, holy shit, like, this is amazing, I'm going to go read their stuff now, and their webcomic is so freaking funny, and what I really like about it is it kind of, it, it, it like, their comic and my comic, there's more there's more comedy. Um, while mine's a little bit more serious, but it's got the whole devils and angels theme to it. So I'm trying to bring up the summary here. So Shitile is an angel who just can't get things done, and he's just been given an assignment to kill a demon. And he goes to the human world where this demon is and come to find out this demon um lucifer is a prince of hell right i love it lucifer prince of hell great i've got one of those too and so shiatile gets there and eventually you know finds lucifer and tries to kill lucifer doesn't realize that he's you know he's lucifer that he's the prince of hell um and just completely does not succeed in killing him and lucifer is just kind of like brushing him off like you're weird like get away from me so yes this is a bl comic and they just started it in february of 2021 so it's got about let's see 15 30 so it's got about 32 episodes so far 
and the comedy is just so on point. Like, it's so cute. The interactions between Lucifer and Chiatile is just so adorable. And I think I'm saying the angel's name right. And then there's side characters like Amon, who has got like this weird, uh, he's got like this, he's like this skull. He's a demon, but like his character is kind of like a skull with like horns. And he's really sweet and he's really funny. Um, and then a new character, Belias, was just introduced. And it's she's this little like feisty demon who's like all protective of Lucifer. And it's just like such a really cute comic. Even if you don't like BL, I think you would I really don't. enjoy this one. Because it's it's just it's just really cute. The art is great. The story is great. The timing, the comedic timing, and the world building is fantastic. Um, and this webcomic is by um, Hake. And I would highly recommend people check it out. It's on Tapas and Webtoon. Interesting. So, again, even if you don't like BL, it's still really freaking cute. Because the BL, the, the BL part of it is not over the top. Like, like a lot of BL So it's mild yaoi? Oh, it's not yaoi. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Trust me. There's a, well, you know there's a difference between that and yaoi. Yaoi is... Okay. Dick Fight Island. What is the difference between... No, Dick Fight Island is ridiculous. Dick Fight Island, uh, Dick Fight Island is just straight up yaoi. Like, to Did me, you sell like, your BL... copy already? No. Oh. BL to me is... It's this big spectrum, right? So you've got your, like, cute romantic BL, and then you've got your BL that, yeah, it's a little more explicit. But that's kind of, like, I don't know. I'm from the generation where it was either boys love or yaoi. And back then, that was, like, the two completely... You, you knew what you were getting into when you said you were watching or you were going to read yaoi or you were going to read boys love. Because boys love was the cute, sweet you know, stories that weren't necessarily explicit. Yaoi is straight up explicit. And nowadays I feel like the line has kind of blurred a little bit. So sometimes you just got to be careful what you're walking into. But I will say this, Webtoon and Tapas, Webtoon specifically, they're very careful about... Um, their content as far as like canvas creators. So you've got, they've got their originals, which can be violent and bloody and gory and sexual all they want, which is kind of fucked up because they treat the webtoon canvas people a lot different. Um, so if there's anything even mildly mature, they will, they won't hesitate to take your episode down. So you're not going to get that if you go on webtoon. Or tapas. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> so, that's... so it's yaoi. Fuck off. I'm God just kidding. <laughs> ah, we love that running joke mm, around here. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Good, good, good. Let's uh let's, let's talk about some cartoons, guys. Okay. Sure. Mike, you got some cartoons you watch? I got a shit ton of things. Oh no. Yeah. Um, so I watched the anime Takunomi. It's a 12 episode, 12 minute, also 12 minute episode show about four women living in a share house. Um, they're all ranged from like 20 to 
27. And it's about their daily lives, but at the same time, each episode focuses on one alcoholic drink. And it is really informative. And I've also learned some things about how to pour certain Japanese beer. Hey, if you find somebody who's not really into red wine... Cut it with ginger ale. Like this, these crazy things. I'm like, Jesus, this is all, it looks delicious. The food looks great. It was really, it was pretty funny. I mean, it's overall a really uh, cute girls, cutely drinking alcohol, or cute women. Like, you know how cute girls doing cute things, especially cute women drinking alcohol like, and eating. Never it's kind of awesome. Genre. It's kind of awesome. Um, I really enjoyed the show. I, not going to give much away because there's really not much to it, but I highly recommend people check it out if you're into um, alcohol, uh, if you're into various cocktails or beer, because they cover different um, beer styles. They cover different cocktail styles. Like I said, red wine cut with ginger ale. Um, my favorite uh, picture that I, or screenshot I took of this show. I'm trying to find it real quick. Oh, it's basically like they're drinking a Belgian beer. And she's like, you absolutely need to drink your first one in a tulip glass like this. And I was like, huh, sounds like me. <laughs> like, I laughed so hard. And I was like, yes, they pulled out a tulip glass. Like literally the creator knew what they were talking about. And that's awesome. Um, some people are like, this just feels like an ad for alcohol. I'm like, yeah, go take your little uh, um, straight edge ass somewhere else. Nobody cares. Uh, it sounds. But. It actually sounds a lot like uh, Waka Kozake. Have, did you see that? No. Really? It's a, about a woman who goes to goes to bars after work. Or goes to isekais after work and pairs an alcoholic drink with a Japanese dish. Isekais. Isekais. They go to, she goes to uh, other worlds. God damn it. Uh, Isekai. Yes, thank you. <laughs> this woman's going to other worlds. Oh my god, you, Mike has broken my fucking brain. Alright, I'll goes have to, to check Isekais. it out later. There's also a t- live action TV series, so. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check yeah, these out. It's a very good show. That's a it's a uh it's a very um it's a favorite of uh, Inc. He was he was a big fan of that no, show. No, I'll definitely have to check that out. Um I'm uh, seeing if I have it on my collection, but I do not. I was hoping I had the live action on my collection. I do not. But, yeah, I'll have to look for the anime. Um, see who has that. Somebody's streaming it somewhere. Well, she, can make, she makes faces like this. Yeah. Dude. It's great. Dude, they have the same comment in freaking Takanomi. So, yeah. yeah. So That's that's why you, so when you're talking about it, it reminded me a lot about a lot about this show. Yeah, so I'll definitely have to check that out. Um I'm not sure where it's streaming at. I'm sure it's streaming. It has to be streaming somewhere. It was on Crunchyroll Crunchy when it first came okay. out. Okay. I'll have to check it out on Crunchyroll then. I'm sure it's still there. It looks like it is. Yep. It's still there, so I'll check it out there. Yeah, I'll definitely have to talk about that on a future episode. Um, other than that, I finally finished my Monster Secret manga series, which is 
about a young man. I'm not going to remember names right now. God, I've been reading so much manga. Things just get jumbled in my head, and I took so much time off. So it's basically about a young man who comes to find out of a vampire living in his school. Has to keep her secret, because if she her secret gets out, her dad's pulling her from the school. And since he finds out her secret, of course, there's a bunch of other monsters and aliens around the school that he learns about. And it's kind of harem-based. But there is a definitive love at the end. There's not like an open-ended at the end where it's like, Ah, most of my life is just harem uh, mania. Uh, so... I really enjoyed this series through the first half. Then about 20, um, I'd say the uh, first half of the second half, it really drops off to the point where I almost dropped the damn series. But I was like, I've come too far. I need to finish this. There's 22 volumes. I'm at like 16. I got to finish it now. So I ended up finishing it and they really did a good job at the end wrapping it up. Um, Where you... Throughout the series, you find out her dad had a similar experience in high school where somebody found out his secret, except things went wrong and he never graduated. So it almost kind of mirrors that at the end, where, like, is she going to be able to graduate? And instead, she pulls through. Really good series. I heard the anime is not very good. It's called Actually I Am for the anime. But My Monster's Secret, uh, overall really cute. If you can find it on sale, I definitely recommend it because it's 22 volumes. It's a lot to sink into financially when there's a big drop-off uh, in the beginning of the second half of that of that uh, series. But I have fun. I had fun with it overall, and I really was enjoying by the end. Like the ending, I think I went from like four stars through five and four stars throughout to like three stars, and almost went two on a couple volumes. And then ending with like a five because they wrapped it up really nicely. It is. I mean, you, it, with with manga dips like that, it's it's because it's also like the time investment of sitting there reading through. Yeah, it can be a lot more painful than just have, like watching a couple bad episodes. Yeah, it, it really was like I started reading like a volume a night as I would lay down for bed. But man, bad volumes right before bed really ruined <clears throat> the fucking. <laughs> You're like, fuck, I don't want to go to bed after that shit. Um. But the other thing I've been checking out before I go into something that both Shannon and I watched, uh, the Humble Isekai Bundle, I don't know if it'll still be going on by the time this goes up. Um, I'm going to look real quick, though. Uh, give me a second. Uh, so Humble has an Isekai Bundle from Kodansha, and it should still be up unless it's gone. It may have, It may have ended. But, <laughs> whoops. So, it unfortunately did end. So, they had this Isekai manga bundle recently where you paid like 25 bucks and got a 25 or 30 volumes of manga, if not more. I can't remember. You got like 10 volumes of Clockwork Planet. But I started checking some things out. And so far, the stuff I've checked out has been very middle of the road. Uh, Alicia's Diet Quest is garbage. It's not even an isekai. It's just um, a, a party member in a fantasy world who's obsessed with her weight gain and trying to lose weight. And just the jokes are just 
nonstop about it and fat shaming. So, um, sometimes it's that funny. Most of the time it's not. I mean, it's not like full fat shaming where it's like, this is gross. It definitely has some cringeworthy moments, but it's too much. Like, I could see when this is being published in a weekly, like, comic like they do over there it probably great in a 180 some page volume it gets old super fast <laughs> like i was just like geez can you stop already like this isn't funny anymore i almost started feeling like bad i was like this is not this is not okay um then i read a couple others they've all been middle of the road like goodbye i'm being reincarnated uh about a guy who they're trying to stop it. The devils are trying to stop his reincarnation. And the hero party is trying to kill him to bring him over to the Isekai world. It's kind of not what I expected when I heard goodbye I'm being reincarnated. I thought he was actively going to try to die. <laughs> but it's actually <laughs> much different. Uh, there's another one called My Unique Skill is OP at level 1. Um, overall, I gave it a 3. But I feel like one of my problems with like Goodreads and some sites, like I like Anime Planet and some having three and a half. It's like a the perfect three and a half star manga. It's good. It's not great. But Goodreads doesn't allow half stars. And I was like, this is why y'all need this shit because I won't give this a four. Um, and then my favorite so far has been Am I Actually the Strongest? Um, because it actually ma- maintains being lighthearted and humorous through most of it, and then has, like, super dark moments where he's like, I'm just going to kill you guys. Y'all are terrible people. <laughs> like, literally, a bunch of people tried to kill his father or the father figure in this world um, usurped the throne for, or the throne from him. And he's just, like, sets the whole building on fire as he walks away. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I like that. Like, because it's like... I always hate sometimes where you're like, these people tried to kill my family, but we're a lighthearted show or Mongo. He can't go too dark. This was like, no, this deserves it. And I really enjoy that about it. So I, I'm enjoying that one the most. There's plenty of other series, but I haven't had time to get through it all. But um, I highly recommend keeping track of Humble just for when they have these manga bundles. They, you tend to get some good stuff in there. Uh, usually Kodansha is the one that they're involved with. Cause a lot of times they've had like reincarnated as a slime or um, what was that anime last season you liked where the it turned out the alien took over the guy's body after he died to your eternity or something? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. So they had like like a handful of volumes of that in one of their past bundles. So Humble tends to get some good bundles. For 25 bucks, you get your money's worth because even on sales you might get five volumes for that on like comicsology so sadly it ended i didn't realize it already ended i can't believe it's been that long since the bundle dropped <laughs> but yeah so other than that shannon and i watched a movie that she chose for a movie night called golf force eternal story uh, i don't know if shannon wants to discuss this more um i mean i'm okay there. i'm here i'm just chilling okay. um <laughs> I'm just listening. Gosh, I don't trying like. To, trying I don't to find like to, golf horse. I am. I am. I don't like to interrupt you. Like no, you interrupt no. my ass all the time. Interruptions can be funny. Go for it. If, so, I mean, if Mike didn't, if Mike didn't interrupt people, he would probably never talk. That's probably. 90% of what he does. 
So uh, yeah, say, we, we watched golf. Say, we watched golf Wars. We watched golf Wars. So we watched. Go- <laughs> uh, so uh, one more time. We watched golf Wars. <laughs> so uh, golf Wars is. Um, I remember originally seeing this back way way back in the day when Sci-Fi Channel was still playing anime on Saturday mornings. So it's a rich, it's from 1986. And it was the character. De- the character designs were obviously Mike is a fan, made by Kenichi Sonoda, um, Gunsmith Cats, Bubblegum Crisis fame. And I remember watching this, and I remember crying originally. This was when I was went back in middle school. So I was like, you know what? I haven't seen this movie in a long time. We need to watch it for for our movie nights so we did and it was as sad as I remember it so basically there is these these all women race called solenoids solenoids right solenoids they are at war with another civilization called the paranoids because I guess the paranoids are trying to um, destroy the solenoids uh home world that they built that they were supposed to live at and live happily ever after well you've got our main cast of characters um these women who are on this ship who they they eventually break off from i guess the main um army i don't know what the hell you want to call it to go to this 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 world to try to defend this world from the paranoids who are on their way to destroy the world. But what these women on this ship don't know is that they are part of an experiment between both races where they try to, I guess, combine them biologically to make another third race to hopefully, it doesn't make any sense because they want to stop fighting with each other. So instead of not fighting with each other, they decide to collude with each other <laughs> and make a third race to hopefully solve or to, to, to solve the war and like have peace. It just, it's so bizarre. It is. That's and, called the, uh, that's called the Barack Obama of, uh, <laughs> of the world. So, uh, editor, if you could just remove that joke from the podcast. That's yeah, just, just that, that felt out. so flat. Good yeah. lord. Yeah, remove that joke, Scott. So basically, these Listen, women. You, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Stop interrupting her, Scott. So the women are on this ship, and they're they're heading to this planet, and there's a alien on board from that the paranoids had sent, and. This particular alien, like, gobbles the person up in, like, this goop sludge and somehow impregnates them. And that's, like, that's how the the third race is going to get born. And apparently you will later find out that they've tried to do this, like, thousands of times, but, like, all of the women either died or something happened to them. So it never, it's, it was never a successful experiment until one of the women on this ship actually gets like, gets impregnated and then actually has a child. 
and the child grows up within a matter of like hours to become an adult and it's this boy so they get they eventually get to the 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 world and they're trying to defend it and then they find out that their own race conspired against them and next thing you know everybody's battling everybody again the world blows up and everybody dies <laughs> except for like two people <laughs> Literally everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, they are so used to anime where like the main cast lives, and mm. yeah, most people in this show don't get attached. They're probably going to die. To die. There's like one girl that doesn't die, and like the man, like the boy, yeah. the weird creature. But it's literally just a man. <laughs> I guess I'm not quite sure if like it, the anime was basically saying men are the reason for peace, which I think is kind of bullshit. <laughs> I was like, what kind, what kind of ph philosophical bullshit is this? I don't this? think so, because I felt like that alien thing was gender neutral because the other race tended to be all men mm. that they were colluding with. Mm -hmm. But he had a wiener. Or I say at least all male. They but he weren't. had a wiener. I thought, yeah, because I guess he did. when, like, he was naked, he was naked running through the forest. But he was the only one, so we don't know if there were going to be other that were women. Right, so. right, right. This is very true. So, it was, it was bizarre. Did I cry this time? No, I did not. It was definitely it was, a 1980s anime. I'll give, I'll give it that. I would say I had fun with it like I did in the mm -hmm. past. It doesn't quite hold up, though. There is a lot of story pieces that don't quite fit together mm -hmm. by the end. There's it can lots be of... very nonsensical times. You'll be sitting there going, what What the fuck are you talking about? Like when, um, oh, what is her name, Aluza, she is literally sitting on the toilet taking a shit and she's crying and then there's sad music playing. That was bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> fucking weird that like, was really strange there was a lot of 80s slash 90s anime going on in that mm -hmm. show mm -hmm. so you've got uh, your, your your typical nudity and oh there's plenty know, of fan getting, service you yeah, want boobs lots. oh you're gonna get your boobs yeah lots of fan service on this one but i mean like you said it's a typical 1980s anime and it's fun you know you just can't take it yeah. too seriously it's, yeah. it's fun i wish scott would have joined us Scott doesn't join us. He doesn't like hanging out with us. Wow. It's and not I that. gave him a it's heads up like in advance. 8 p.m. is my my key point of doing stuff. And sometimes No, don't I'm say doing stuff. It's you trying to pretend to be a professional streamer when, like, two people watch you. And wow, one of them is your brother. That's so mean. That's very mean. That's that's very mean. First that's off, incredibly... Scott is not nice to me. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be told I'm mean when Scott is not nice. <laughs> Your brother doesn't count as a viewer. Otherwise, I'd, I would have said three. Hey, I have, uh, I got some speedrun records. That's all How, that matters. Are they still holding up? Yeah. <laughs> How quickly were they brothers. broken? Uh, well, the one world record I had, 
it was like six hours. It's pretty good. You had a world record for six hours. He talked about it on the show, I think, at oh. one point. Six six whole hours. I. Anyway, I'll take I want to talk Twitch. Let's talk some summer anime because one of these shows I want to discuss with you. No, screw you. We're not talking about that. Fuck yeah, I'm we pivoting. Are. So, let's. I'm, okay, I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not doing a whole thing right now because I'm not ready, and I may never be emotionally ready to do this. But finally, uh, and I'm gonna get the time. It's it's been it's been eight goddamn years since. The third Evangelion movie came out. It's so you're going to talk about Oremo season two? It's been 13 years since the first Evangelion movie came out. Meaning, of course, that it was a longer time between the end of Evangelion and the... St- it was So the, the shorter time between the end of Evangelion and the start of the Evangelion movie series. So I'm confused. The first There's... Evangelion movie and... The finale. I'm so, confu- I'm so confused by the, by the way they name these, these movies. Oh, what do you mean? The names make perfect sense. Oh uh, yeah, tell me why uh, I still, till right now, thought there were still only three movies. Well, be- well, the fourth movie just came out <laughs> two weeks ago. But what's ago. it called? But what's it called? The fourth movie is called uh, Evangelion, uh, three point three three, or no, it's three point zero plus one point zero one. And that's why we're all fucking confused. Well, that adds up to four. Okay, but it could have just been called four point oh. It could have, but the other ones, the other ones, of course, are, have the their dot releases. Based, uh, they had a a point oh release for the theatrical, and then a dot release for the uh, the home video one, and so they all had kind of weird titles. But the the actual subtitle of the movie, Thrice Upon a Time. Um, making fun of himself. Anyway, so I've waited for this movie for eight, eight goddamn years. Um, as we wow, know, you could have watched you know, the original the, series again and been done. I've watched the original series several times in that time time period. So the first movie is basically just uh, the first six episodes glued together, put out. The only real difference is that there is a uh, kind of a, a fantastic redo of the of the, the, the sniper battle in that. Hospital in which, scene? Uh, there's, there's hospital scenes. Uh, the sniper battle in that. And, and it's it's like really like one of like it is it's worth watching alone. Like I would never tell anyone uh, just skip the first movie because the, the last third of the movie is is really um, an incredible improvement over the original series. So there's that. Second movie, it, you're, it's when we start to have some very major diversions. Is it seems to start to follow the path of of the series as it starts, but then uh, almost immediately, kind of major di- divergences, and including some um, lo- very long, brand new scenes that give more context to the world. That is more helpful. Um, one paired with the original series, so there's like a scene where they go visit a, uh, a an aquarium of what the ocean was like before Second Impact. You know, like that's it's a lot of like flavor things like that. They the other thing that the 
The second movie also does, uh, and I'm you know I'm going to spoil it because that movie is now nine years old at this point. So um, there's two two scenes that are that are market improvements over the original series that uh, and I watched I watched all four of the movies in one day, so this is all fresh in my mind. Two major scenes that are, are market improvements in that movie. That's the first one is that it clarifies that Shinji was made by Masada to go see his father at his mother's grave. He, he was forced to do that, which I thought was that's a good improvement. The second one is there's a scene in the original show in which when um, Shinji and Asuka start living together, in which it appears like in the sh- in the series that Asuka accidentally comes and plops down next to Shinji in his bed, and in the remake it is made um, just like blatant that she feels lonely and decides to go sleep next to him which is 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 a beautiful clarification for Asuka's character I think it's just wonderful um but you know all of these things for all of these kind of little pieces in the second movie still requires like a lot of context from the original series to really appreciate and I think that's like the weakest part of of those first two movies so by movie number three they kind of throw everything away and it's Movie number three is the new finale. You know, like, so third... Imp- movie three happens... And this movie's eight years old. So, again, not spoilers. Wouldn't movie three movie happens four actually, be the finale? I'm confused. Well, movie three happens 14 years after the beginning of Third Impact. Which, in the original series, was the end of the show. But Third Impact is halted by events that we do not know about. And then they, you know, then they kind of make up this you know kind of this new world that has been brewing for 14 years while shinji has been incapacitated um which which includes misato's new organization uh willy fighting against nerve and trying to stop them from continuing third impact and uh, a whole bunch of crazy nonsense but um where we left off off is that uh Shinji Asuka and Rei were walking across Japan uh, in after a, after a, a massive battle, uh, and that's it. That's where we would left for eighteen or, or for eight years. Um, well, Anna went and became a famous Godzilla director, like he always wanted. But um, I don't want to spoil anything because I want to give people time to actually see this movie but it's it's so it's like we're not this is you know we're not coming for anyone who hasn't watched them yet it's not coming back and we're doing like a redo of the end of evangelion the end of evangelion still exists there's 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 not definitive evidence but there is some evidence that this is kind of a recursive narrative that these events kind of repeat ad infinitum but not that's never determined. So the it's very realistic that the end of Evangelion did happen, and that this is just like later on. So it's still important. Nothing, nothing's being replaced. But the the fourth movie is 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 a movie done well. So the original series and the end of Evangelion. This is why I said this is not going to be the last time I talk about it because it's 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 complicated. It's my thoughts on it. But the fourth, the the original series and the original movie are done by a man who was kind of a broken person, who was suffering from a deep depression, who didn't really, who 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 went through years of his life where he felt like he didn't want to live, um, 
And when he came out of that, he made Evangelion to kind of deal with all these feelings. And the finale of this movie series is made by a man who has come to terms with that part of his life and moved on from it. Um, and it, it comes to a completely different message and a completely different role for Shinji at the end and even gives gives closure to two events from the end of Evangelion and the original series that were left completely open-ended. Um, so it's it's certainly more than just a remake. It is it is truly like this is like the final chapter of the series where he, he goes back and he kind of cleans up those things that were left either unsaid or ambiguous and the way he does it is is magical uh and if certain there's certainly still things that are i have questions on that are not clear um the new character in there has like has a big role to play um and her exact like how she fits into everything is still unclear though there's some there's some different theories out out there that i think are um are pretty compelling but even so um i wouldn't you know evangelion has never been a perfect show but it certainly is as an exploration of mental illness and depression like there is no better i mean right is still top of five visual all medium. time <laughs> god damn it there's no better piece of of media that i think accomplishes what evangelion does and it this deny- is just highlights it. Not hi- I'm not denying anything. Ray Ayanami is top five anime girl all time. <sighs> Why are you shaking your head? Yes, I've done that plenty of times. Oh, fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody saw what he was doing, but y'all can just sit there and think about it. I wouldn't, but y'all That can. being said, I know what show you want to talk about. Yes. We can talk about it to end it, and I'll save like the rest of. I was going to do an updates when, if we did last week, but since those shows are about to end, I'll wait to do like full series review. But I mean, I no, we can wait. About... We can wait. I just want to say, since you were originally going to discuss Orimichio Nissan, episode yeah. seven was the best of the season, and it's still the greatest weekly show of this season. We're about to hit it an hour, so I don't know if you guys want to go on further or what. Yeah, we need to go another forty-five minutes. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, that's that's. No, the I just want to say, say. Urimichi uh, is still the best um, weekly show because I definitely don't want to watch more than an episode a week. Um, I actually, I think I, I, I caught up with uh, with my girlfriend. We watched like three episodes in one night. Damn. We well, I loved episode it. seven. Episode seven was really good. All the episodes have been pretty great. The um, they're. <laughs> I think my my favorite one is the one where they go to the. Um, I'm going to describe a scene from a comedy, so it's not going to be very entertaining. But there's a scene where they go, and they spend a night at a hot spring. And there's there's two great scenes there where one of the characters is super excited because he's never been on a trip away from home oh, with, yeah, like, yeah. during school. The one who's and been he just completely wants... sheltered his whole life. <laughs> yeah, and he wants to like he wants to hang out. He wants to talk. He wants to like eat snacks and and do like school trip stuff and the rest of them are just like no like what are you talking about 
that's we're not doing that <laughs> like we're adults it's also the same and, character that loves dick jokes and then and then they they go to the hot spring right and they all get in the hot spring together and then they like they just sit there looking at each other it's like um why did we all come here at the same time <laughs> it's like uh because the women w- went so we just went with them <laughs> Like maybe we should have. There's not yeah. a lot of room in here. Maybe we should have staggered this. It's just they're just sitting there. It's it such a, such a nice like awkward humor that is so good. I just love the things between. I think it's uh is it uh, Usao Kun or Kumao Kun that him and Uramichi have that very strained relationship of senpai and kohai. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Just every time he seems to talk shit about Urimichi, he shows up and he's like, fuck. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just, it's still a great series. And I highly recommend anybody who has been out of college or out of the military and been working real life and just real life jobs at this point, just watch that show because you will completely get it. <laughs> When when Oromichi just showed up in the in the see through shirt and everyone just laughed. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> when the when the woman character is like and just trying to hold it back, I was dead. Uh, no, so I think I don't know how we're gonna do it because the fall season is gonna pop up right after we review Konosuba. The nightmare. Oh, you you think it's a nightmare? Have you not looked down at the fall season preview of what I've already been looking at to watch? I have not. No, I no. <laughs> it's I'm under not. the second page of the outline. Go look and have fun. <sighs> God damn it! Oh, not, what about Christ. the titles? They're great. There's two great titles there. <sighs> My senpai is annoying. The that's, faraway paladin. That's those aren't the two great titles. Banished from the hero's party, I decided to live a quiet life in the countryside. The world's finest assassin. (laughs) The world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. (laughs) That's a plot summary. That's not a title. That's a whole fucking anime in one sentence. Oh, it's so great. Like. There's there's a light novel. There's I got a cheat ability in a different world and beca- become extraordinary even in the real world. No, oh, God. <laughs> well, we'll figure out what we want. Hold on, I gotta tell you the manga because I didn't talk about it here, but I read the. I'm just gonna say the title of this manga I read recently. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I'm, uh, I'm ready for it. You can say got, anything you want. Like what I you got know. caught up in a hero summons but the other world was at peace (laughs) (laughs) or one of the books hold on one of the manga that isekai bundle is literally I guess I became the mother of the great demon king's ten children in another world oh my god (laughs) nah you're fucking lying nope nope it's a real story they gave you the first I think two volumes of that series yep first two volumes Uh, it's basically well, I became the great Demon King's baby daddy is what it should have been called. That's a little. That's a little more than a baby daddy. That's a. 
a Catholic housewife and became the Demon King's Catholic housewife. Mormon housewife. Okay. At least one of the wives. <laughs> uh, Shannon, where can people find you on internet? People can find me on internet, on Twitter, at Perfect Serenade. People can find me on Instagrams, uh, Lucifer's underscore Ace underscore webcomic. And you can read my webcomic, Lucifer's Ace, on Tapas and Webtoon. Woo! Huh? Mike, what you do any you do any internet? Uh, yeah, I do internet. I have a website called g-nitro.com, and you can find me at g-nitro at Twitter, Instagram, Untapped, any place like that. Just don't put the dash in when you're looking at social media. And one more light novel title before I go: Taking care of my younger sister's too naive of a beautiful Yankee high schooler, then falling in love. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. I am Scott Spaziani. You can, of course, find me over at otakuinreview.com, where I certainly have new things up. Um, You can also find me, Scott Spaziani, at Twitter, uh, where I I post uh, a lot about how the world is on fire and there is nothing that we can do. (laughs) Nothing that we possibly can do to save it. They were all fucked. Scott? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you willing to fall in love with a pervert as long as she's a cutie? That's another title. And uh, you can, of course, <laughs> find me over at twitch.tv slash Gundam Pilot Spaz, where you can watch me speedrun some classic JRPGs or uh, casually play some, some video games. Not on uh, September 1st. Although no one who's listening to this will have to worry about that. I guarantee it. Oh. Peace. You gonna, you, no? You, you're not going to give us one more? Uh, sure. Wolf, wolf story. I told you to turn me into a pampered pooch, not Fenrir. <laughs> For fuck's sake.